everyone and welcome to the Build Your Online Business Using Groove with me, your host Nigel T. Best, and I'm with Jared. Well, we're going to jump into something that hopefully excites you, gets you going, uh, and could make a huge difference to your business because we're going to be talking about websites, the layouts, and can you get a template that can do all this? Because this can be quite complicated here, folks. It is quite a lot to take on board. There is a lot to go through. So we're going to go through that today, go through the steps, some of the layouts, some of the whys and how-tos and reasons and all the rest of it, hopefully to give you a better chance of building your online business. All right, so here we go. Come on, Jared, let's kick it off. What is the point? Well, first of all, do you need a website? 100% yes. I think we've said this in probably every single podcast so far, but mainly... In this one, we'll continuously remind you, you do need a website. All right. So you've been told, folks, you've been told you need a website. And don't forget, we do have free training. If you want to go find that, just go to groove.builders forward slash, I think it's start, is it? Yeah. it or go to groove.builders and you'll see there, build a website, launch a website, publish a website in just 10 minutes. Oh my goodness. We're not asking a lot of your time, are we, if we can do it in that 10 minutes. So that'll kickstart you into this. But that gives you a bare bones. We need to delve into what goes on and all the things you need to consider. So the importance of attracting visitors, Jared, you know, it's it's one of these things. This is where design comes in, isn't it? Because if you if you don't do your design right, people land on a website and what do they do? They'll... Just leave. Skidaddle. Exactly. So do you want to talk us through some of the things that uh, you could you could do? Some of the design elements that people need to think about. Well, firstly, I want to preference this with, if you have a bad design of your website, you might think, well, it doesn't matter. It does the job. But that does work in some cases. But it, to me, it matters very, very much because... When they land on your website, they'll give you a maximum of five seconds before they decide, right, this is crap, I'm out. But So you have you have to keep in your mind, you have five seconds to make a good impression. And that's where that first time they land on that page, that needs to be the grab. They need to read and see what's there and think, right, this I'm in the right place. I'm looking for what I want. And that especially helps with SEO, Google rankings and some of the more technical stuff Curtis will know about, but mainly helps keep those customers that you want to grab on your website and keep them scrolling. Folks, let's go back to those glorious days of newspapers, okay? You'll have heard a term above the fold. Well, picture this if you can. There was a stack of newspapers that a van just driving down the street, there'd be a small boy and it this great bundle of newspapers that would be thrown at him and they'd roll to his feet. And what you would see is effectively the first half, so above the fold of the paper, you'd see the first half of the newspaper, wouldn't you? And anyone walking along, looking, wondering whether to buy the newspaper or not, would take one look at basically half the front page and they would probably look at a picture or read a headline. And that is what your website's got to do. Because what what would make a, someone buy the newspaper? It's a hook. 
It's a great headline. It's something that grabs your attention. So just like Jared's saying, we've got to do the same with our website. Um, people are looking, thinking, do I need that newspaper? Is it for me? Oh, hang on. That looks interesting. So curiosity, a grabber, something of intrigue, um, opening up a loop that you need to close. Uh, in other words, you need to read the rest of the story to find out what happens. These are all things that, folks, they haven't changed for 100 years. Um, this is something that you've got to remember when you're doing your website. Just think, if someone looked at this website, are they going to scroll? Are they going to move on? Are they going to click on it? And Jared, if they're not, as you say, they go. Yeah, I mean, that's the main point of your website is you want to bring in customers. You don't want to do the exact opposite. I think the main thing is that headline but alongside that you want to do various other things one of them being keeping it simple you don't want a website that is over complicated you don't want too much text and you don't want too much images it's finding that right balance between them so that while they're scrolling they're not overwhelmed with too much reading also becomes like a book they're not overwhelmed with too many images also one, it'll slow down your website, and two, they won't even get the substance of what you want to be telling them because sometimes images can't convey that properly. Yeah. Do you know, I'm reminded of uh, some research that showed, have you ever been to a supermarket and you find someone stood there with a plate of something, and it might be little cubes of cheese or something or, or different types of uh, marmalade or something like that, and what market research has shown is that if you give people too many options, people cannot make a choice. So when you're talking about keep it simple, one of the best bits of market research in a supermarket is, do you like this one or that one? It's a simple choice. You've got to pick one. If I said, do you like this one, that one, the other one, and the other 12 that are alongside it, people go, do you know what? Um, I, I can't remember. What did number two taste like? What did... Number four tastes like, oh, I'm not, mm, and no one makes a decision. So you've got this, you've got this sort of balancing act, as you say there, Jared. You've got to put up maybe one button or something that people can do, one piece of action. What do you want them to do? And too many times you see people who have, uh, you know, oh, check us out on Facebook. Don't forget our LinkedIn. What about Pinterest? Have you been here? We're on TikTok as well. And, and before you know it, people are being sent off in a myriad of different directions. And you might just get to the point where you go, well, I've got 15 options on this first page of a website. I don't know what to click. I don't know if I'm in the right place. Uh, so what do they do? They click on the YouTube one and they go to YouTube and they spend five hours watching different YouTube videos and they've forgotten all about you. So I love this idea of keep it simple. Yeah. uncluttered, simple, clear, call to action. And what are you trying to do? Well, you've had someone come into your shop, which is your website, and you now want to encourage them to move towards purchasing something. So don't send them off to Pinterest or YouTube or LinkedIn or anything. Um, you know, hide those little social media links way, way down. You know, get people to take the next action. Could be a freebie or whatever, but, you know, where should we place that button, Jared? Right at the beginning. 
So when they land there, you want it just right next to, below, besides your headline. You want them not to have to further scroll. You want them to land, get the headline, and if they think, yep, this is what I want, click the button, buy it right there. No scrolling needed. So you're keeping all the important stuff when they first land on the website. And that's it, it makes it so much easier for them as a consumer. All they have to do is enter the website, read, see that, yes, that's what I want, click, buy, and it's done. It's no, oh, you have to scroll all the way to the bottom to actually finally get the offer. You want it right there, simple for your customer. Yeah, and the, hey, folks, a lot of people, a lot of people have researched button colors, shape, fonts, and all the rest of it. Here's my advice. We know what but what color the button is on Amazon. Make yours the same because we've kind of become conditioned. If we want to buy something, we look for that Amazon color shape button. So why not just mimic it? Try it. Don't become too clever. Don't become a subtle shade of puce or, or something <laughs> in there for it. Just use something that's tried and tested. I mean, for goodness sake, if it didn't work for Amazon, they'd have changed the color by now. But, you know, they've, we're used to it. So do that. And, and I love what you say about, I think you could probably describe it as a visual hierarchy, um, which naturally draws your eye down a page or across a page to the thing that you want. And I know some people say, oh, having an enormous arrow pointing to a button is just, uh, oh, it's so gauche. It's so awful. It's terrible. Uh, and what have you. Don't be a snob about these things. If it if that arrow makes it blooming obvious, uh, then people do it. Honestly, if you had an arrow in real life so pointing to a button that said, do not press, I guarantee people are going to press it anyway. You know, so what what does the arrow do? It draws our eye. It makes us move towards. So some of these things you may say, oh, that looks awful. But the question, the real question you need to ask yourself about any website layout is, does it work? Does it get people to take action? That's the key thing. Is it effective? That's the main word is effectiveness. And sometimes the dumbest looking things are the most effective. And me as a designer, personally, I hate that because I want to, I like over designing. It gives me a reason to be creative, but sometimes over designing just gets in the way of what is effective. You can change a button 50 times and just find that just making it bright red is the best option for you. Uh, you can make it go with your color scheme and still bright red is the best option for you, even though it doesn't make sense. Your whole color scheme is black and white and you have a bright red button. That's it just works. So don't let any creative choices or your mind wander off to to something that isn't as effective. Yeah, perfect. So there you go, folks. There's quite a few things already that we've gone through, keeping it simple, but making sure that everything's above the fold, having call to actions, using using visual hierarchies, but we've got more. These days, where do we look at websites? Well, it's that amazing device that's in your pocket, in your handbag, you know, where on your desk, it, it's with you all the time, isn't it? 
Uh, I think people panic more about leaving their phone on the bus than they do leaving their kids on the bus because we need our phone, don't we? And that's where people look at websites. So make sure that you've got it optimized for mobile use because it's, it's probably about 80% plus of people will first engage with your website on a mobile device. So it's one of these things. We talk about it in other podcast episodes. We talk about it in our Build membership. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can join the Build membership. Uh, it's at groove.builders forward slash build. You can join 30 days, get access to all the stuff for just $1. Um, so an amazing intro offer there for you. But we talk, we talk about that. We talk about, um, you know, how to do some mobile stuff and how to tweak it. So you have to fully optimize it for, for mobile, even the little, down to the smaller things that people don't realize a lot of the time. Yeah, there's some nifty things, things that are too big for mobile so you can hide them um, or or not include them or, you know, it's, yeah, some very clever little things that we talk you through. Um, the other thing, Jared, images. Yes. You know. Very important. Ah, okay. So another thing to be uh, aware of here, folks. I think when when you're using Groove and working with Groove, I think sometimes you might just want to use stock photos, uh, even with other softwares. You just want to use a stock photo, get out there. Yes, it betrays my message, but when you actually view it, if it's pixelated at all, the trust with the customer will just be decreased. They will see that pixelated thing and think, one, they've not really tried. Two, this is a bit dodgy. Why is it all pixelated? Is there something wrong with my internet or something? And three, do they even care to change it or anything? It It's very, very big to get the high quality pictures in there. And by high quality, I don't mean massive sized images. It doesn't have to be huge and take up the entire space which we spoke about in one of our previous videos is how to optimize it such as for mobile and everything you don't want those pictures to be too massive also just slow down your web load speed and that's a disaster in its own but you want it to be high quality and no pixels whatsoever you want it to be crisp because it gives your website such a clean feel if you have really good high quality images especially if they're bright and colorful you know, if it's pixelated and bright, it'll just be like really distractive on the eyes. So you want it to be really high quality. You don't want them to miss what you're saying in the text because they're too distracted about this pixelated image of Nigel's face on the left-hand side. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I were you, I'd, I'd hit the blur button <laughs> and try and pixelate it even more. Make me look like something off a crime watch uh, thing, you know. It uh, looks like I'm in a lineup, <laughs> but there you go. Now, WebP is one of the formats that we use that keeps the quality, but somehow shrinks the image size. I don't know the jiggery pokery behind that, the technical wizardry behind that. Is. But but it, it helps your load speed. And yeah, have a look at our podcast episodes where we were horrified at some of the things that we discovered about our website uh, yeah. because some of the pictures, they weren't, in the format that we thought they were so it absolutely knackered our load speed and load speed kills um anyone looking at your website people don't bother you know i mean a couple of seconds nothing's loaded they go oh it must be broken and they'll they'll go back and and opt out so 
it's important. Um, that does flow perfectly into our next one, which is optimize your page speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it is something that you've got to do. And any website builder, it's easy to make a holix of it and add in stuff and get it wrong and make a mess of things. Um, put in JavaScript, uh, you know, um, other sort of CSS. And if the, if you're thinking, oh my God, this is technical. Yeah, it is. It is, folks. You've got to get your head around it. You've got to get your head around it or you've got to find a solution. And we, we do have a solution that we're going to be bringing out for people where we are going to give a, a sort of all-in-one website problem-solved template layout that you can literally just go in and just tweak a few words and it will it will hit the spot okay so that's our aim on this is to all of these issues all of these problems all of these things that you got to think about we just decided you know what we're going to just see if we can do it all for you or 98 percent of it and hand it over um and Hopefully, by the time this podcast episode comes out, that will be there, ready and available for you. So have a look in the show notes or have a look in the description if you're watching on YouTube uh, below, um, you know, and, and give it a go. Hey, it could save you a shed load of time and make things an awful lot better. So, Jared, I'm, I'm coming back to the final point here, um, and I'm going to go back to Amazon. Use that again. I'm looking at two TVs. They're both priced at 399 I don't know which to get. Obviously, I'm looking at images on the screen. They look the same. The quality of the image looks the same. How am I going to make up my mind? What am I going to do that's going to, you know, what could influence me? And I'm, I'm going to tell you right here, right now, folks, because you're already screaming it out. It's the reviews, isn't it? How many stars? How many people have yeah. had a look at it? What do they think of it? It's known as social proof. Why is it powerful? Because very few people want to be the outlier. Very few people want to stick their head above the trenches and get shot at. Very few people want to be the the wildebeest on its own as opposed to in the group. You know, we just have that natural tendency to go with the flow. What have other people said? Oh, right, I've never met them, uh, but I'm going to trust them. It's a weird thing. Go with it, folks. What does it mean? It means you need some social proof on your website if you can. Now, Jared, here's the thing. If you're a new business, you're just starting up, you're just building your online business using Groove and you're just starting off, you probably haven't got any social proof. You probably haven't got any clients. You probably haven't got anything like that. So what you can use here, you can leverage something that's really clever. And the proof could be market information. It could be real world examples. So if you said, as featured on ChatGPT, which is a hot thing at the moment, people would sort of go, oh, right, well, if, if it's on ChatGPT, you know, that must be right. Yeah. Um, you know, so leverage something. Uh, over 93% of all statistics are made up. You know, put something like that in, um, and it just gives people assurance, reassurance that they are in the herd. They are not out on their own. They're not that wildebeest sort of eating a bit of grass, forgotten that everyone else has moved on and they're on their own and the lions are circling you and you're a goner. No, you want to be in the herd. And that's what social proof is. Social with other people. Proof, it, it's a fact. So 
if you do have people that have done something, gone through it, and it could be a small win, it could be a big win, it could be an amazing result, it doesn't really matter so long as you put it in. So you need to add a section there for social proof. 100%. I think even just something as small as getting a family member to go onto your website, go through it, and them give their critiques on what they think about it, even that little small bit, although it, you might think, well, that doesn't really matter. I want my customers to do it. Something as small as that could matter hugely because firstly, you might not have any customers yet. And secondly, it'll help you get just before you outroll your website or before you start sending customers to your website, they might point out something that you completely missed and you were about to send customers to a website that was charging them a thousand pounds for whatever you were trying to sell and that could have been a disaster for you but luckily you got your family member to test out your website and they've noticed that small little detail so something as small as that could be very big and helpful yeah absolutely so you know test it that's a great example test it make sure it works also you know make sure if you've got any social proof you can put it in and if you do have customers go to them and, you know, go back round to, if you can, go back round to them and just ask them a few questions and just say, could you say a video? And could you mention this, this, and this? And typically what you're trying to get from this is you're trying to say to people, where were you? Where are you now? And what was it that gave you that enormous transformation? So essentially what you're saying is, well, where were you? Well, I was struggling. I didn't have a website. I couldn't get the confidence to do it. Where are you now? Well, I've used Groove Builders and uh, I've now got a website. It's up there with a button where people can buy things. So oh, how did you get from there to there? Well, it was Groove Builders. They gave me the training. They gave me the layout. They told me what to do, how to do it. And I had a website template from them that kickstarted it. And it just meant I went from nowhere, you know, to somewhere. And it was incredible. Um, and I'd recommend you use Groove Builders. Now, that is pretty powerful. Stuff. I got. Yeah. <laughs> pretty powerful stuff. Okay. That's what you're wanting to do. But Jared, we're just going to quickly list. And if you're thinking, oh, I think I can do a website. Well, don't forget you, you've got headers, subheaders. You've got navigation. You've got hero sections. You've got the main body. You've got images to put in there. You've got layout. You've got buttons. You've got maybe a sidebar. You've got information in the footers. Um, you've got stuff that appears above the fold, below the fold. You've got things that will grab people's attention. And you've got things that will direct people to the next stage. There is a lot to consider. And I know, Jared, when we talk to people, a lot of people get it conceptually. But then when we leave them on their own, they get lost. They don't yeah. do it. They get overwhelmed. They sort of think, oh, it all sounded so obvious when he was talking about it. I can't remember what it is that I'm meant to do now. This is, again, why we're trying to put together the template for you that you need to get to help you get rid of all those issues and just go straight in to the point where you can now do the next step, which is, drive traffic to that website because that website will function that website will do what it says on the tin which is click this button and it links to my booking calendar and you can arrange an appointment click this button and you will get an email with a pdf 
attached to it. Click this button and you can buy my coffee mug or whatever it is, okay? Folks, that's what we're trying to do in this episode here about the importance of website layout, templates, design, and all those sort of things. We just wanted to say to you, there's a lot. Yeah. Don't be a martyr to, you know, I'm going to do it all myself, you know, because we've been there, we've tried it ourselves. It's much easier if someone gives you a hand. It's much easier if someone shows you the way. And it's much, much quicker in terms of getting results. So, if, well, I mean, here's another call. Here's a call to action. If you've enjoyed it, give us a review. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, we'd love it if you could hit that subscribe button, share it, comment, put something in there, um, you know, and just get the engagement up. It really does help. Even something as small as just. If you go to our website and you don't like it, tell us why. Tell us if you, if you thought, ah, I'm, that's not really for me, explain to us why. Maybe send us an email saying, I saw your website, I thought it was rubbish, here's why. Obviously, we don't want hateful things coming through. <laughs> we don't, yeah. Limit the abuse. Yeah, no, send us dead rats <laughs> in the mail or anything. <laughs> but give us some crit, uh, constructive feedback on Bugs. what you think about it. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. You have got to be big enough to accept feedback and go, ah, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Do you know what? I'm going to reach back out to them because I, I think I understand what they mean. I'm going to get, get a little bit more info and I'm going to then take it in, consider it, and it could be that you completely change direction. It could be that you completely incorporate everything the person says. We are not politicians, so if some politician comes up with something, if you're on the opposition, your position is forever to argue the opposite. Rubbish. Rubbish. If someone comes up with a great idea, we will say, thank you very much. <laughs> we're going to nick that, and, and we're going to test it. And if it works, my goodness me, you know, thank you so much uh, for making that suggestion. And if you have gone through, created your domain name, Share the link to your domain and, you know, put your tin hat on and get ready for a bit of feedback. But yeah, I mean, it's all good. That's what we do in uh, our group. So if you join the build, if you come into the lives, a lot of the times we have members that show us live their website and we'll give them feedback right then and there and what we think would help them uh, better their website or sub. We sometimes jump in ourselves and edit it, edit their live for them uh, to help them out. So yeah, that to... you know that share screen thing where you can yeah. actually go in and you your mouse can operate their screen sort of thing is incredible. So we've done it with Curtis on some technical things. Yeah, where he's gone in and he's tweaked it there and then on the live Q and A sessions. It's great. I mean, this is just like a big sales fest, isn't it? <laughs> For our membership, the build membership, but this is it. What we're finding, folks, is we're trying to take away the obstacles, trying to take away the hurdles. And for some people, they get stuck on some technical little bit and, and mentally they cannot move on to the next section until this little image is moved three pixels to the left and down two pixels or whatever, and people get stuck on it. And we totally understand because... It's annoying, you don't want to give in, and you're going to beat the damn thing. But sometimes it's far easier to just ask, get the help, move on, 
and get to the point where you are selling and you are building your online business using Groove. And I think that's enough, Jared. So my name's Nigel T. Best. I'm Jared. And we will see you in another episode very soon. All right, take care, folks. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) 